Welcome to Space to Face, a podcast where we encourage you to build the online and offline presence of your brand. Whether your strength is online or in person, we believe there's business magic to be made in the blending of both. This is a podcast for passionate creatives and entrepreneurs who want to bridge the gap between their online space and meeting face to face. I'm Paige Poppy. And I'm Asia Crescent. Thank you for joining us. Let's jump right in. Hey guys, welcome back. Hi everybody. So Asia and I are like still on a high from last week with Amy <laughs> Young. <laughs> so much valuable awesomeness to be learned from her. And we are going to link in the show notes. Amy actually created this amazing follow-up video that was kind of like the next step to the conversation. And we didn't know if she was going to do this. And we both watched the video and we're really blown away by what she had to say. So that will be in the show notes for you guys to find. And today's episode, before we jump into it, we have something really cool that we want to give to you guys. Mm -hmm. So there's kind of two parts to this. The first is that we have created a survey and it's basically just for you guys. We want to know what you've enjoyed about the show so far, what you else, what else you would like to see. And maybe if you have like episode ideas or like burning questions, that's where you can give them to us. Mm-hmm. And we will be sending that out on Monday and we will tell you in a second how to get that, um, get access to that. But the exciting part is that if you fill mm-hmm. it out, we are giving away a one hour space to face call with both Asian I and during this call, we can discuss whatever you'd like about your business, your goals, ideas, or questions, like really anything. So it'll be a Skype call with us. And we hope that's something you will love. We feel like we'd like to, um, you know, we, we create a lot of this content and like put it out without like having any feedback, like one out, like real time feedback, like, oh, but what about this? So mm-hmm. that's what we'd love to give to one of you. So The survey will be sent out to our list on Monday, the, I'm going to look it up, the 5th, let's see, February 15th of 2016, in case you're listening to this, like, in the future. (laughs) Um, And we will have that survey open for a week. Mm -hmm. So the following Monday, you have, so you'll have a week to fill it out, and then the following Monday, we will choose someone at random to win so the way you can get the survey we will just be sending it out to our list and a lot of you are on the list already so thank you and if you're not just go to space face.com and the box where you can type in your email and give it to us is just on the front page right there you can't miss it and that's where you can find it on monday the 15th we're so excited to to really hear from you guys because a lot of times we get people saying, you know, I'd love to hear you guys talk about blah, blah, blah. And we know that it takes a lot of effort for people to reach out to us and say, hey, could you guys talk about this? And so it's really giving you guys an opportunity to easily um, tell us what you want to hear from us. Yeah, because we know that there's some things that maybe we don't think about or maybe like aren't applicable to both of our businesses. Maybe just one of us thinks of it. And so we want to hear your problems. Maybe it's not a problem, but like your your interests. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because we're definitely we're doing this for you guys. We are we are out here to give you guys as much valuable content as possible to share all the lessons that we have learned by being an online and an in in person a local brand. And so we really want to hear what you guys want to hear from us. So thank you in advance so much for filling out the survey. We're really really excited to hear from you guys. Yes, we can't wait. So like I said, space to face dot com is the place to find it. Or there's always a link in the show notes to that and. It's kind of funny. If you're looking at your show notes, you're already on our website. So 
<laughs> it's easy. <laughs> and it'll be a quick survey. It's not going to be like a, a marathon. <laughs> um, and by the way, if any of you guys are new listeners, maybe you heard about us from Amy. We want to say welcome. We're always excited to have new people here. And we encourage you guys to be vocal with us. Like we said, um, reach out, say hello. But mostly we're excited to have you just here listening. So welcome. And let's jump into what we're going to talk about today. Yes. Today, we will be focusing on the personal part of personal branding yourself online. And today, our goal is to encourage you to treat your online audience like you would your friends or Mm -hmm. people you get to contact or people you come into contact with all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like being yourself writing your own voice, speaking your own voice, being casual, especially if you're a spacer and your primary community is online, giving this um, authentic presence will make your audience forget that they don't really know you and that they've Mm -hmm. never met you in person. Um, Mm -hmm. Great example being, I just met Jamie Hyatt a couple days ago. She um, is someone that Asia and I have been friends online with from the Spark Lounge. She's a photographer in Canada, Mm -hmm. in Calgary. And we will talk a little bit about her later. But literally when I met her, I was like, I already feel like I know you. And it just felt like a little bit more of a deeper connection. So that's really cool to already hit it off with someone. And that is something definitely doable that you can do through the way you Mm -hmm. speak, the way you write, make videos. So we want to talk about different ways we do that today and different experiences we have doing so. Totally. I am so excited. She's actually flying to see me today. I pick her up in just a few hours. So You're it's so, so funny. Lucky. She's, she's so, so cool. Um, she's like, she went to you and then she's coming to me. And it's just, we're just so excited to to know her. And we're so grateful that we were able to get to know her online. Um, and that that has brought us to being friends in person. So we're really excited. And if you guys want to know a little behind the scenes about how Paige and I pick our, our episode topics, this is how it went today. We're like, so like, what do you want to talk about? And Paige is like, I don't know. We should look at our list. Well, then let's look at our list. And we, we look at the list and we're like, yeah, it sounds okay. sounds okay. But nothing like we're super on fire about. And then we always get off topic and we're like, oh my God, did I tell you about this thing that happened yesterday? And then we're like, wait, something similar happened to me the other day. And then we just go on about this one specific topic. And it's almost like the universe or whatever, like mm-hmm. reads to us, like the theme of the week. Um, and this week, following like last week's amazing episode with Amy, we really, really feel called to talk to you guys about being personal online for sure. Definitely. And it's pretty funny because like Jamie and I were having a similar conversation about like what kind of blog content you can write about. That's like more targeted toward your audience or more personal Mm -hmm. about your own life. And you can definitely do a mixture. Totally. Um, I also had coffee with another photographer yesterday and um, she was kind of talking to me about the same thing. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. I usually just blog like to show my work that I've shot, like a wedding I've shot. But like I really want to do more content, maybe like three different hairstyles for brides. And I kind of encouraged her. I said, you know. Maybe like take it a step further and like write about your own life or like your totally. own wedding experience. So yes. we we of course highly encourage you to have an online presence in general and an active one. Mm-hmm. But for those of you who are facers and know what to do in the local world, um, which definitely is probably like a sentiment of a lot of photographers. Totally. Are you guys might be stuck in the online world 
and not mm-hmm. sure what to do. So And not sure how to like relate to the people who are listening, even though or who are reading what you're putting out online because if you're primarily a facer, you obviously know how to connect with people like face to face, having a casual conversation. And then online you might be like, I feel like I'm not connecting with people and not putting out things that are really personal could be the problem. So yes, this episode is for you and for those of you who consider yourself spacers first and foremost, where your online presence is your prioritized presence, mm-hmm. this episode will help you figure out how to make that online presence feel personal, just like a local presence would be. So I think even someone who is veteran in yes. online spiel could learn mm-hmm. from this. I think I could learn from it. I think I can be more like uptight talking and then I can be way more casual. Right. And... Um, We'll talk about all that today. Yeah, and we also talked about um, this morning. This just happened to me. I found a really cool photographer. I'm not sure how. And I went to go check out her website and her blog, and I was, like, really pumped on her. And her blog mostly was, like, oh, this shoot I did here, and this shoot I did here, and this shoot I did here. And then she had, like, one random post, like, three ways to get a permit in this area or something. And I know that she was writing that for other photographers who are reading and me as a photographer who should be interested in this topic. I was so uninterested. I don't care. I wanted to know really more about her and like read something more interesting. I can just, you know, I can Google how to find a a shooting permit in an area. Um, So it wasn't something that I was looking for from her. And I was like a little disappointed. And I was like, oh, that's such a bummer. Because if I was looking for her work, I would look at her portfolio. I wasn't, I wouldn't necessarily look at her blog for that. And I could tell that she was trying to reach out by writing that one random post about how to get a permit. Um, but I was like, man, I really wish she had something out there about herself. And so it was, it was interesting for me not looking at it from a space to face perspective to feel that disappointment and be like, dang it, I wish she had something about her life. Definitely. And maybe you would find that on her Instagram, but it's good to like cross promote that kind of content. I know um, I think about this kind of stuff all the time. Like I might write a really personal post on Instagram about how I'm inspired by the mountains and the lighting. And it's like, I should elaborate on that a little bit further and get it up on the blog. Totally. So that's, it's kind of, it's such a bummer when that happens. You're like, Oh, yeah. no, I want to know you. Yeah. Also last week, I know that I told you guys this already. I think, did I mention this on last week's podcast about how I was giving that speech? Yeah. Um, so last week I gave my first public, I gave my first public speaking you know what I mean. I had my first public speaking opportunity at a um, a local talk in Slow. It was called Ten Talks, not TED Talks. If you say it fast enough, it sounds like a TED Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was Ten Talks about entrepreneurship. And what I spoke about was being a personal brand. And I actually just got a link. They recorded the um, all the speeches, and a lot of them were so fantastic. And you I'm guys, I'm so glad they recorded it because I saw the behind yeah. the scenes on Snapchat, and I was like, I want to say the whole thing. It was really good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I was a little bummed because I really stuck to my 10 minutes and I had so much more to say. And um, I know that they weren't being as strict about the time limit as they could have been. And I was like, I wish I would have known that because I would have given my whole speech. Yeah. But it was good. I stuck really to my 10 minutes. Um, but I have so much more to say. And I, and I hope that I get to share or I will be sharing a lot of what I was supposed to say on today's episode. So this is kind of like part two of my personal branding story. Awesome. Um, but part one is on YouTube. And I'll definitely put a link to that in the show notes. But another thing about today. So again, when Paige and I talk about what we want to talk about um, for the episode, we always have so many stories that relate to what happens to be the theme of the week. And 
it was just so next week we're going to have Paige Schmidt on and Paige is who we like to call Paige 2.0 because as soon as Paige Poppy moved, um, I met another Paige, Paige Schmidt, who is a blogger who lives in slow. And um, now her and I do biz time every morning. She also happens to be my neighbor because it's the smallest world on the planet. Um, and she's going to be on the show next week. I'm so excited. It's going to be so great. So she blogs at healthyhitsaspot.com. And I was just reading over her blog this morning and she blogged about why she got off birth control. And for me, who's someone who's not married, birth control is such like a taboo topic because it like, it is very talking about your personal life, et cetera. And I was just so, she's married, but I was just so impressed with like the personal, that is a very personal topic and how she put it out there. And it's also really relevant to what her audience wants to hear because her audience is looking for like women and health and like how to be like intuitive eating, intuitive health, et cetera. And that's something that's so relevant. So it was so personal and so relevant at the same time. And it was just such a great example of me feeling more connected to her and her business at the same time. So not just to her, um, which is something that a lot of people don't do, um, you know, is putting things out there that will help your audience relate to you specifically, but it also was so relevant. And so, um, just made me think of her business as well. So it was such a great example of what we're going to be talking about today, especially in blogging. That's just like wonderful. It's like always, um, we had a good example earlier. So I said something like, instead of saying, um, three tips, three ways to style art in the home or in your mm-hmm. home. And on the flip side, I could create a post that says three ways I style art in my own home. And yes. it could, you know, I would be writing in the first person. I would be hanging up the picture frames. You would see like the human element and it would be my own space. The first option, three tips in your own home, it's probably going to get more views Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, more traffic hits like maybe it's more appealing to a Pinterest viewer but the benefit of doing the personal stuff too is like you're really building that relationship and creating that connection so um, it would be really good for someone you know if, if you are someone who's just trying to like make money off of website traffic you're gonna go with the first option right but if you're trying to build a connection with people and maybe you have an interior design service or if you're like me and you sell your artwork and you want to create that personal connection and create something custom or one-on-one or commission Mm -hmm. creating that personal relationship is the key is the key absolutely i mean we can even use um page 2.0's example so hers is called why i chose to get off birth control it could be cho- it could be called why you should get off birth control or 10 reasons to get off birth control or whatever and that to me sounds something like a doctor would write and but i want to know what her personal experience is with it and it's just it's it's so much it's so much more personal and i feel like I trust what she's saying more. I would trust what you say more instead of if yours was like, how do you hang up art? I'd be like, like, are you sure? Like, have you done it before? Like, do you know? And so it's more of, it is like a no like and trust factor. Like now I know a little bit more of you. I like you more because I'm seeing more of who you are and I trust you because of your experience. It's not just like something that you researched or something that you learned from a book. And, and there's all like, there's so many different avenues to go through this because you want to be sharing content like that. That isn't just like, what I did this morning. Like it doesn't have to be that personal. It doesn't have to be like things that you feel like nobody cares about or has nothing to do with your business, which it totally could be. Like I'd blog about things that have nothing to do with my business all the time, but I'm of course implementing things about my, my photo journey or about what I do. Um, and so you could be really personal and bring in a little bit of your business, or you could write about things very business-like like how to hang up art in the home um, and bring a little bit of yourself into it. So you can definitely do both, but make sure that you're having some sort of crossover for sure. I like that approach too that she took because if someone said like, 
why you should stop taking birth control. It feels very prescriptive and like you should do this and like I'm the authority. And if someone is just, especially for something health, which is so personal, if someone is just says like, this is my experience. And if you want to try the same thing as me, here are my results. You are welcome to, but not like do this because I said so. So it's very uninvasive. It feels very welcome. And and I would feel very welcomed by that advice. I'd be happy to read about it. Um, Yes. And it makes you feel like you can take bits and pieces from it and be like, yeah, I had that experience, but I didn't have this experience and not having to feel like it's all or nothing. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, I have to listen to everything on this post or whatever. And that's an example that's a little bit more profound than other examples that that you and I would be writing about. But it is, it's such a great example of writing about something that you really want to share. That's a relative to your business. That's heavy and being like, but here's a way that I can do it personally. And yeah, isn't invasive. Yeah, exactly. And um, to touch on what you were saying before, too, um, if you want to do something a little bit more personal and related to your business. So, for example, Jamie Hyatt's is like how I prepare for a photo shoot if I'm being photographed because she's Mm -hmm. not photographed as often being the photographer she is. Right. She can do a post like that. It's like about her, but also about photography. Um, Or she could talk about her lifestyle, maybe um, what her favorite essentials are in her home, like near her Mm -hmm. workspace, her favorite candle or like what she eats and like how that contributes to her lifestyle. Not directly tied to photography, but it is directly tied to her Uh, who is mm -hmm. the person that the client will be hiring and ultimately working with and spending a lot of time with. Yes. And that's another great example that we could use. We could use that series that she wrote and put it in, you know, every category of like too business, too personal, or just the right blend. Because she could have said something like how you should prepare or how to prepare for our session. She used her personal experience of getting photographed recently and turned that into a post. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was personal and it was about business. It was such a great series. I should link to it because I was like, oh my gosh, I want to share this. I want to print this out, make a booklet out of it, buy Jamie Hyatt Photography and send it to all my clients. So great. Uh, This reminds me too. So like one thing I've been working on, I think I've mentioned this on the show and now I'm trying to get going on it. I really wanted to make a video about how biking every day outdoors contributes to my life as an entrepreneur and how it helps me. And then I was just going to do that one video because you guys know I do video, not blogging, Mm -hmm. don't like to write. Uh, you know, the jam. But um, I was thinking about it. And now I also have talked about on the show how important fitness is to my life as an entrepreneur, too, and how that has helped me. And hiring the personal trainer was a huge thing. So I'm thinking if I can figure out one other kind of thing in that realm, maybe like drinking water or like spending time in nature or something, I'm thinking I can turn it into like a three part video series. It'd be really cool. That would be so cool. I love that. What would you call it? I don't know, because I don't want it to be like definitely be about me it's like how biking contributes to my life as an entrepreneur i don't want to tell people like do this and your life will be better yeah, totally totally but i think i i don't know if it would be like fitness or health it's like the active parts of my lifestyle i suppose yeah 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 i get that um, like your lifestyle helps your business yeah it goes hand in I hand like i've wanted to write something about that um about crocheting mm. but because like and and if i if i read something this is a great example of why you want to be putting these things out there, like about your personal experience. Because if I, when I, when I hear you talking about your biking experience, I immediately think of what my experience is. I can't bike like yes. physically; I'm not able to bike. But I know that um, that I have something that relates to that. So, like, I could talk about how my crocheting has helped my my business or my life or whatever. And I know that there's not a lot of people who are sitting down crocheting all day long, but they have something else that they could relate it to. Um, I was also thinking about this is so random. 
in and funny, and you'll probably relate to this. But do you remember when Alex Beaton was? Um, we follow Alex Beaton on Snap. Do you remember when she was traveling a lot and she would always snap about how she would be the last person on the plane? Yeah. Yes, I thought it was so funny. And she was going back and forth somewhere. So she was traveling a lot and she was snapping being on the airplane. And it's so funny because now every time I'm like boarding on a plane, I'm like, I should just do like Alex and be the last person on the plane. And I'm like, that is so funny because now I'm thinking about her more because I have this experience that I can relate to with her. And just keeping her in the back of my mind is so great for her business because if I wasn't following her, if I wasn't in the Spark Lounge already, I would be like, oh, I should I should totally go see what Alex is doing, um, you know, and check up with her and her business and her offering. And that's a really good example of you feel like your friend I mean Alex is a very friendly person so I think a lot of people feel that way but um yeah you feel like it's like oh yeah I saw her snapchat it's like your friend could snapchat about how she goes in the back of the plane you know totally yes it's like almost like I would tell my mom like oh hey my friend Alex she said this I think Alex and I are friends that's what I'm gonna say yeah, it's so funny. I'm like, yeah, dad, you know, the spark lounge. She's like, remind me what that is again. <gasps> no, people know, man. I'm like, oh, you know, Alex, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, cool, Alex. It's great. Yeah, Totally. And before we get farther in to our chatting, what are you up to, Miss uh, Washington? <laughs> Miss me? Well, I did just get back from Washington last night and I spent a week there with my sister and my amazing nephew he's oh my gosh, just he's talking he's getting so big he's talking he's the funniest thing i've ever seen and his first thing was not working not working did you see that it's hilarious also i find myself talking about my nephew all the time and i can just hear people who don't have nephews or like younger babies in their family just like degaff so hard they just like don't care and i'm <laughs> like i'm so sorry to become this person i can't help it i cannot help it i think he's the best thing on the planet it is really cool um, though you have such a nice relationship with him despite living in different states like he knows your name Oh my gosh, he knows it so. And Brooklyn, oh, when um, it was so sad. Oh, when when we were on the plane, my sister texted us and said that he was running around saying "Aya" because he he will say my name. He'll, it's so cute. He'll start off saying it small. He'll be like "Aya," and I'll go "Bo Bear," and then he gets louder and louder. And then we just go back and forth "Aya Bo Bear Aya Bo Bear," and then he'll go "Aya," and I'll go "Bo Bear," and then he starts all over. It's like this is how we talk all day long. And so he was doing it, but I wasn't there, and he was like so sad. And then he also says, "Where's Gamma? Where's Gamma?" for my mom oh. and. My mom was like, I'm going to cry. And I was like so sad about it. So also I'm really bummed because I snapped him crocheting. Did you see him trying to crochet? My no, I missed like, that one. I was like, oh I did like not even do anything on my phone yesterday. It was crazy. It's totally acceptable. You don't have to make excuses for not watching my snap page. It's okay. <laughs> um, but he was like taking my needle and I made him a blanket. And he was just like tr- putting it through the the blanket like he was trying to crochet it. And I snapped it and then I forgot to save it. And I'm just, just so upset about it. I like can't even handle it. Anyway, so I just got back from a week with um, my sister and Bo Bear, the bestest. And today, Jamie Hyatt's flying in, as we know. So I'm picking her up in a couple hours. I'm so excited. It's going to be so fun. And just she really wants to like live like a local. And so we're going to do like all the things that I would normally do. On Friday night, we're doing a photo shoot with me and John. I'm so excited. So I can like, oh my gosh, I'm really excited because I haven't got my photos taken by another professional photographer in a really long time. Um, So I'm really excited to to be on the other end, like really the end. Like I get photos taken of myself all the time, but it's always me like here, take the camera, take pictures of me. I know what I'm doing. I set it all up already. Um, It's always my vision. So I'm really excited for her to it totally be her vision. You know, I don't like, I just want her to do, I'm just so pumped and she's, I'm so excited. I'm so excited because, um, we, t- Jamie has a very beautiful photography style. It's like a little yes. bit more moody. Like, um, she even shot some photos of me when she was here and we were like out and it was sunset. It was bright. Everything was super colorful, yellows, golds, greens, uh, oranges. And 
like the photos still look like this moody like quality i love it but not sad no still like just like oh i don't know what it is and so i'm excited to see you photographed in that kind of mood because your photos are very cheerful bright i can't wait to see how those turn out i know i'm so excited about it i can't wait um and it's like such good timing for um for valentine's day and whatever and i'm just like really pumped like john took the day off work it's gonna be so great anyway so we're spending um thursday night friday saturday and slow and then on sunday we are taking a little road trip up the one and going up to san francisco and um for those of you guys who don't know the driving up the one on the coast is just like beautiful it's like on like the bucket list of the planet um and so i'm sure we're gonna take amazing photos and then we're gonna spend the night in San Jose and then she flies out on Monday. So we have quite a few days together and I'm really excited because I already know because of her online presence, um, you know, that we connect, we snap all the time. So I'm so excited about it. So I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I am great too. Monday was my mom's birthday. We had a really great time just like enjoying the outdoors. Oh my gosh, the weather here. It's like 79. Dude, it's going to be 88 this weekend. It's warm as shit. What in the world? So Jamie and I went to my favorite coffee shop to meet up for the first time. First of all, that was surreal. I was like, here you are in my environment. It's so cool. But we were sitting out there and I wore like a tank top, a loose blouse and black jeans like black shoes and my leg was like sticking out of the shadow into the sunlight and it felt like my leg was on fire I was like what is going on (laughs) so it's definitely February that's so bizarre yeah so I will say I've really been enjoying this nice weather so I took off Monday for my mom's birthday we like went on bike rides we ate outdoors oh my gosh we have I have to take you to this place you'll like it we can eat outside um then like Jamie and I spent so much time in Papago Park shooting Mm -hmm. and she really liked the place I took her to there and like it was very beautiful and like I try to spend a lot of time outside but having even longer excuses to go do it is incredible yes so that was cool I had like a coffee date yesterday um we weren't outside like the doors were open I'm just I'm just I love the heat so I'm getting excited outside and I'm trying to think like I'm not I know I'm not outdoorsy like I am decidedly not outdoorsy I'm like no thank you but I like like being out in the fresh air but I don't just like chill outside I need to do this. Really making an effort to. I've been eating my lunch outside. So yeah, actually today I think after we record or like I edit or something, I really want to go outside because when Jamie and I were shooting in Papago, we were we were around like all of this foliage and all of the plants were so beautiful. And she actually posted a picture of this one plant on her Instagram oh. and it was a really soft green. And I mm-hmm. cannot stop thinking about it since I saw it. I think I'm going to go <laughs> pick some like, I hope that's okay. Whenever. Who was ever like, man, I really can't stop thinking about that soft green plant. Me, man. Me. <laughs> Me. Uh, I really want to go pick one. I know it's probably bad. I could just go take a, a, a close-up photo, but I want to, like, pull a few branches of stuff to bring inside and do watercolors of. I think that would oh, be really fun. God, the photo that she took of you is just insane. Just insane. Anyway, let's jump back into our topic for the day. Um sure. We are going to be talking about blogging, of course. That's, like, the main platform I still feel like for a lot of people. Or maybe, like, for me, I put my videos on my blog. But, like, my YouTube channel is kind of a platform within itself. Um, Mm -hmm. So we're also going to touch on, besides blogging, social media platforms and website, anything else Mm -hmm. you're on. Um, I've wanted to, this entire episode, use Snapchat as an example for everything because it is so personal like it's it's kind of difficult to be professional on there I feel yeah it's that's a it's a really great example it if you want to practice this blending personal and then 
adding a touch of business, Snapchat is the way to do it because you can't be too business on Snapchat. It's almost impossible Mm -hmm. because you're just making like little video clips that are 10 seconds old. I mean, I guess you could like only show people like for a photographer, only show editing, only show behind the scenes of whatever, um, of like your photo shoots, but it's like, it's pretty difficult to do that. So it's a really great way to be like, primarily I'm being personal and then I'm adding a touch of business into it. Yeah. I have a great example about Snapchat actually. So you and I, we definitely learned how cool Snapchat could be for business from Alex Beaton kind Mm -hmm. of followed suit there. Um, and you and I, I feel like we're so pro Snapchat. Finally, people are catching on. Um, Mm -hmm. my friends, Suze Ford and Dave Connery, who are both artists, um, you know, they're, a little bit older than me not much but it's definitely like not something that they like they use naturally it's like okay let me get this app like I already had the app to talk Mm -hmm. to my friends and so it was a very natural thing to get it right so they finally started using it for business and they're loving it and then they've been encouraging some of our other like creative artist friends to do it and I wanted to talk about like a couple people who I see it in like a very personal like funny way um so a couple people are Mari or her Instagram is at meandering underscore Mari. She creates very beautiful, colorful paintings and a lot of flat lit images that are just gorgeous. And uh, she doesn't necessarily have a personal brand. So you see mostly photos of her work and these like beautifully styled photos. And Suze was really encouraging her to get on Snapchat as well as some other women that we know. And everyone was like, Mari, like it'll be really cool. Show the behind the scenes of what you're working on and like show us uh, tennis because she plays tennis very often, like almost Hmm. daily, maybe maybe every other day. And she was like, oh no, like no one wants to see that. It's not very exciting. And like she has picked it up in like a week. It's so cool to see the behind the scenes. I I feel like I know her now because I get to hear what her voice is like and see what she's doing. You know, she's wearing a big coat. So I'm like, okay, you live somewhere cold. It's so interesting. It's been a great element. And uh, one other person who just got it too. And this is like a very funny example how literally two 10 second snaps could change your opinion of someone Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. in a good way and make them feel like your friend so kyla herbs has two instagrams so one is at house of hipsters and she's also the moderator of or the creator and moderator of at i have this thing with pink Hmm. so both yeah very cute um so both of these accounts are so stylized and very beautiful like all pink photos that she shares or all home interior photos that she's inspired by and like blog articles you know kind of different styles very um like vintage modern neutral colors so Mm. kyla posted two snapchats in the last two days like one of them was her in chicago so bundled up with her hood on (laughs) and she just had the she posted one snap she had the cutest personality of just like oh hello guys it's so cold good morning i'm buried here under my coat and i was like oh you're so funny and cute And then, so she lives in Chicago, which I knew, and she, like, goes to the, like, train metro stop this morning, and she's, like, Snapchatting the ground, and she was, like, it was, like, a pair of jeans, and she was, like, this pair of pants has been here for many days. Whoever's pants these are must be really cold. Like, (laughs) I just thought it was really funny, and I'm, like, how cool that, like, two, that 20 seconds of someone's day can like make you feel closer to them oh my gosh how funny though but what is like the there's a you know like studies on first impressions and you know the first <laughs> two seconds or whatever you know and that's such a good good way to like 
be the first impression for people. So this reminds me of Alicia from Lish Creative. Um, her Instagram name is Alishy Lishy. And she has the cutest Snapchat because you see like the behind the scenes of, so her her Instagram moment you think about it is also very stylized and she has like the brightest feed. It's so beautiful. And she shows you like how she does these things. And it's so cool to like see the behind the scenes of that. Um, and so I love seeing, it's interesting because I always think like, oh, for a personal brand, having a Snapchat is so important because like it just really perpetuates the personal personality of your brand. But I realize it's even more important for a brand that's not personal because then it adds personality. It doesn't just like continue it and perpetuate it. Um, and so that's so, that's so, I don't know. I've never thought about this before. It's really interesting. And yeah. Like what we're saying always, it always seems like we're like being like, everyone should have a personal brand. We sure as shit know that it's not for everyone, but yes, definitely yeah. like, like, like I was saying with Kyla, you could have very like stylized accounts that have a main goal, but just adding a little bit of personal, like if someone wants to take that next step with you, like maybe yes. someone thinks that their accounts like Alicia or Kyla is just like the greatest thing they've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I just want to know more. Um, yeah. yeah, that that is like giving their audience that next level opportunity to connect with that a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, just even just adding a touch of personal just helps. And there are some people who don't do that, just like with the photographer that I found earlier. And you literally feel like you're like, oh, I wish that I knew more, you know, and like, even if you're not feeling that consciously, like you totally do. Side note, I'm looking up at this like cat painting that I've had in my room for forever and ever. Amen. And it's made in Scottsdale. (laughs) What? Yeah. I was just looking up at it. It's this random cat painting. Oh, that's so funny. And it says Scottsdale, Arizona on the bottom. That is hilarious. hilarious. My city. I was gonna I was gonna say what you to add on. Um, yeah, it's something that like you and I, I'm sure we're very conscious of it. It's like we're looking at it, we're like, girl, get some more blog stuff on here. Yes. But for like a normal person, they're probably just gonna be like, Oh, this is kinda boring and like yeah. leave. Yeah, they're not just, yeah, there's nothing to keep you there. So not everybody is thinking like, oh, I wish there was more personal branding on this brand. You know, they're not, they're not thinking like business terms, but from a customer or client perspective, they want like some sort of emotional connection to what it is. And I think about this a lot. And I mentioned this in my speech that people are more, and we talked about this a ton with Amy Young, people connect with you more than they do with your work. And if you're a personal brand, especially, um, and then if they, if you're not a personal brand, they have an opportunity to connect with you more if they already connect with your product. And so there's like, there's just no harm in that. It just, it can only do good. Um, and if there is someone out there who like reads your blog and is like, Meh. I don't really like this person. Like you guys just don't connect. Then they're not really the perfect client or customer for you anyway. And so really there's no, there is no harm to be done. Um, take that with a grain of salt. If you're snapping in a That's an interesting things. point that I could talk about. But for me, people can purchase from me and just buy my art. And like they could really not like me, but still really like that piece. Mm-hmm. Maybe not because I mean. It's interesting. If they connected to the way that I connect to the painting, maybe not. But if they're just looking right. at it like, oh, I need a pink cactus painting for my home and like this chick can make it. But like I hate her guts because she has a septum piercing, you know. Um, you know? Yeah, yeah. Who okay. knows? That could right. be a thing. But like there is a little bit of risk there because for me it's like, but hopefully they would just disregard that and they'd be like, you know what? She's not my jam. But right. I still want this. Hopefully that would yeah. be the but thing. When has that ever happened? I'm trying to think of like all the personal brands that I follow. And I don't I don't know when that's ever happened to me. No, there's no one where I was like, you. 
like even if someone had different political views than I did and like let me just tell you I don't have very strong political views I like (laughs) want everyone to just do whatever they want to do but like if I saw that I'd be like okay cool good for you I'm actually surprised you talked about this because it's kind of personal but like right I don't care you know yeah yeah that's so true right it's it's pretty low risk putting it like even though it's so funny because it's one of those things where you're so scared to put yourself out there you're like what if people don't like me and what if and that just honestly doesn't happen it just doesn't like I just don't I don't like and not I'm not saying it doesn't happen to me I'm not saying there's people out there who don't like me um because that would be like an isolated scenario but I'm saying I don't ever find anyone who I'm like ugh, ugh, I don't like you at all and I follow a ton of people probably because too their initial the initial thing, if, if they watched my video and they didn't like me in the first five seconds, they, they would just w- click away and never, never latch yes. on. Yeah, you know? not, oh, I should definitely follow her on Snapchat. And you I know? definitely, a lot of people, I follow personal brands. I kind of fall out of the loop with them. So, like, there's a couple YouTubers who, like, I'm obsessed with their chat, Snapchat, like, all summer long. And I watch what they're doing. And, like, right now, uh, they're not, like, my priority because I find more and more that I care to watch more of the content of people I've built a relationship with too. So hint, hint, more encouragement for personal branding, but you just fall out of sync with them and you don't, you jump, you jump off the train, but I'm not going to unfollow them. I'll start watching them again in a few weeks and I'll enjoy it again. Yeah, totally. And like you follow the people you have a relationship with and how do you have a relationship with them? It's like, is you are following them and you know more of them, et cetera. And I just, it's just, oh my gosh, just so important. But we talked, you know, we talked about this a ton with Amy Young, but like how to be authentic is, is such a question. And you talk about a lot about on your Instagram using like the I, using the first person. And so we talk about Snapchat of like, you don't have to just post behind the scenes stuff of your business. You can totally be posting like I'm at coffee or like whatever it is. Um, and like, don't be afraid to put the personal stuff. That's such a great way. And then on Instagram and you gave me this hint, like, with posting things, like let's say if I posted my work and I posted like a beautiful photo of some girl, um, you know, making the cont or the caption like more about my experience with photographing this person instead of about this person. And that sounds, I don't know, it kind of sounds bad, like, nah, don't put anything about the person. But people respond so much more um, when they're able to connect with me and then see my work as like a vessel of connecting with me. And another thing that you guys can do that would be like a really simple switch is checking your, out your about page on your website and making sure it's also in the first person. So not just on Instagram and be able to connect with people and talk about like who you are as a person, you know, using your work as a way to do that. Um, but it's so important for your about page. That's like the most clicked on thing. I just checked my metrics this morning, actually, which Squarespace makes so incredibly easy because I was looking at it to prove that the blog posts that are the most read are the ones that are personal, which is a fact. And I also was noticing that my about page is my most clicked on, um, most clicked on page of my site, which now is valid because I actually have, when you type in asiacrossin.com, it takes you directly to my about page. But Mm. even before I made that switch, that was that highest clicked on. So that's why I did that to make it just easier for people to go to that. And mine is my first person. Mine also, what you notice is not boring. And so that's super important. (laughs) Okay, so my top ones are my letter to my high school self, which I wrote recently, which was a very personal one, but I also talked about being a photographer in it. Um, I also have four things I rely on for self-confidence, which is one of those things we talked about, not like four ways to be more self-confident, no. which is like on the way side of like not relating to me, but this is four things that I rely on. Um, also have here's some advice, stop asking for advice mm. and what to ask for instead. I love that post. I wrote that in like the middle of the night and it's such a great example for me about how 
like when some like when I like can strike struck when I'm striked or struck with inspiration like I have to write it right then I wrote it like in the middle of the night on like on a trip to Vegas or something so those are my most popular ones and they're all like very personal but you would never read it and it, it's not so personal that you would read it and be turned off by for me by me of me on me whatever the preposition that is there <laughs> and you would never read it and not know I was a photographer but you're not like inundated with like, oh my God, she's trying to sell me. Um, but you read it and I'm a photographer and also like know a lot about me. That's that's important part too. It's like being very clear, being very mm-hmm. clarified. And like, for example, like that 25 things you learned in high school, I'm sure some of those are like, I should have taken more photos. Oh, exactly. Like literally that's exactly what it was. Um, and that's not, I'm not just like saying that it's, you know, really things I feel. And that has a lot to do with, we've talked about this on previous episodes about you have to feel like what you're doing is good and that it's helping people and you have to really believe in what it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if you're making a product or providing a service or whatever that you really don't believe in and that you're not able to interweave in with your personal life, mm-hmm. like. I recommend not doing it. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Well, so let's talk a little bit about that too. Like, if it's like boring you to write it, it's probably going to bore someone else. I so agree. And people can tell if you're bored with what you're writing. Like a hundred percent. They can, yeah, they can just, you have to be writing from a place where you feel excited about it. Um, and it just, it comes out in your writing. And I know this specifically for myself because I write exactly the way that I speak. Like I get comments all the time. Like, I feel like I can hear you talking. Mm-hmm. And I like I feel really blessed to have that ability. And if I were talking about something that I didn't wasn't interested in, I'd be like, so anyway, you can just hang the art up four feet above each staircase and then we'll make this beautiful diagonal. Congratulations on the new art in your home. You know, like it yes. would be boring. Um and so we we of course encourage you guys to talk in the voice that you would talk to your friends with. And people say that all the time, you know, act like you're talking to your best friend. And we, we believe that in the blogging thing. And if we're talking about blending your online and offline presences and who you are and just like how much community you have, that's such a great way to do it. It's so important. Like, I don't know. Like, I just want to say too, this might be a little bit off topic, but like the last thing about that is like I just feel such a freedom from having a personal brand and like I'm never like crawling through whatever I'm writing like dreading it Mm -hmm. or or whatever Mm -hmm. I'm creating like a video or whatever I'm speaking about it's not like I'm like uh I have to make this just because it'll attract the right type of client because like that kind of energy doesn't do anyone any good it's like I don't want to watch that I don't want to create that so it's like don't even bother. Right. And I've just felt such a freedom of like, this is me. And like, I get to talk about what I want to. And like, of course I'm going to try to make it interesting and I'm not just going to be like me, 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 me. And I'm going to try to make it helpful or informative or inspirational in a way I can. I would say that my stuff verges more on the side of inspirational rather than informational or like learning or like, um, adding that kind of value, but it's more so like inspiring. Yeah. I would hope. Um, Um, but less like, less like factual. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, I spoke on a blog panel last quarter. A good friend of mine is a professor at Cal Poly, and she asked Page 2.0. It's actually how um, her and I really connected and I to speak at this panel, and um, it was so much fun. And one of the things that that I said that I thought of on the fly, and I was like, I'm freaking brilliant, um, was that you want your blogs to to be high or something like that, something that made it sound like I was using a drug reference, which made everyone laugh because, mm-hmm. as we know, I'm a total square. Um, yeah. But it was 
H-I-I-E, and it was it either needs to be helpful, informative, inspirational, or entertaining. Mm. I was like, this is the most brilliant acronym I've ever be all four or just one of the above? Just one of the above. Mm. So it either needs to be, like, helpful, like, how to do something, or informative, like, this just happened last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, or it needs to be inspiring, like a lot of the stuff you write. Or it needs to be entertaining, like a lot of stuff I write. And if it's not one of those, if it's just, like, this is what I did today – it's not like it's not it's not that like if it's inspiring that's so great like here's how I spend my days and I inspire you you know to like spend your day similarly or like I'm informing you what planner I use or whatever that's great but um there is a fine line between being personal and being and just being like nobody cares really about whatever it is you know you need to find a way to twist it which is almost doable with everything you know to have like a little creativity like for example I was just going to say nobody cares what you have for breakfast on the contrary my friend because page 2.0 literally has like a thing called daily eats and she takes pictures of everything she eats every day and when she sends out the surveys like we're sending out um like you know what do you guys want to hear more from me people are always saying I want to hear I want to see more of what you're eating and it's like that's so fascinating that's the target audience that she's gone through because she spends not spends it but she uses that in a way to like inspire people and to inform people of like ways to eat that aren't stressful um that feel good for her etc so there's really a way that you can put out personal information that's helpful informative inspiring or entertaining to anybody completely and like for example me if i did a picture of my food every day people would be like i do not give a yeah <laughs> it's so true. So you really have to be like not aware of your audience because that sounds like a little too intentional, but that's not something that would be natural for you to do and it's something that wouldn't be natural for me to do. But for Peach 2.0, it is natural for her to do and that's the audience that she's built. Um so another thing that I put in my in the speech that I had, um the one that I talked about personal branding last week was that like a lot of the things you, when I first started doing my photography, I was just showing it on my personal Facebook. And if you guys don't know, I feel really strongly about using your personal Facebook as a way to connect with, um, like with your friends who like are your supporters for your business. Um, just because in my experience, that has been the most way that my friends support me. And my, one of the things I said was like, when I first put my work out there, I was just putting on my personal Facebook and I got so much support and I wasn't trying, I didn't like set out to be like, I'm going to be like, I'm going to follow this photographer and I'm, I want to look exactly like a photographer should look. And I want to be a business owner and I'm going to do everything a business owner should do. And I was really just like following what I love to do and just like showing people and sharing my work personally. Like I was putting it up there for my friends to see and saying like, oh my gosh, I did this shoot yesterday and it was such a great learning experience for me or whatever. And so showing off that personal stuff really allowed people to connect with me. Um, and they were already connected with me because they were already my friends. And that has built like the foundation of my business. But if I just if I made like a personal if I made a professional um, Facebook right away and was just trying to be very professional from the get go, I would have got no traction. Completely, and it's it's like a good way to describe it is like don't make it like a. This is kind of a big thing to say, but I don't okay. think you should make it like super planned, super strategized, like prescription in the right. beginning. I agree. I don't think that's – I think that's really important. And we talked about that with Amy yesterday too because she was – which was almost like – Yesterday. Out, yesterday, you know, the days have just – well, oh my I was God. like, wow, people are going to think we recorded episodes back to back to back. Back to back. Yeah, that was definitely not yesterday. I don't even know. Also, I forgot to mention I had the flu the last three days, and so I have been in and out of life. God only knows. Um. Anyway, 
Uh, what was I saying? Oh, <laughs> uh, same thing we're talking about with Amy, like the prescription. Oh, yes. You, it's so um, surprising because she's so successful and has such an abundant online um, presence. And you would never have guessed that her couple of first episodes weren't about what she's talking about now. No. But she was just like putting stuff out there and, you know, trying – doing what she loved and following what she loved. And then she saw where she should go from there. Yeah. Um, and so – doing that. I feel like it's a little off topic, but really just starting out and following what you love is so important. And and you can only do that by being personal. Completely. Okay. I think when we start uh, getting into different realms, you guys know we could talk about this all day long, but maybe we should yeah. wrap this up now. I, I agree. As you can see, we get fired up about this. We really hope that you benefited from it today. Um, do you have anything else to add? So really to wrap this up, I do have not an additional comment, but we just want to encourage you guys to use your online platforms like you would speaking to people in person. Um, so like, it's not, this isn't just for spacers, isn't just for facers. It's really for, for everybody to, if you want to be authentic, if you want to start bridging the gap, which is what we're all about between who you are online, who you are in person and be able to find a community and like a true tribe in both of them, then this is something that's so important. If you are going online and saying like, hello, my name is Asia Croson. I'm a professional photographer or Asia Croson started photographing in 2009. It just isn't as personal. And you would never say that to someone in person. Can you imagine going to coffee and be like, Asia Croson started photographing. Her photographic journey started. You would never do that. Mm -hmm. And you really to to be aware of that when you're speaking and if you want to have more of a professional tone totally fine but just think if you were speaking like that to someone in person if that would turn them off if that would be weird and because ideally you want to be able to connect with people online the same way that you would in person so I think a good thing to do would be like think of the person sitting behind the other side of the screen that is reading what you have to say and keep Mm -hmm. that in mind and then like be like you could even picture like one of your clients or picture one of your customers and be like what would they think about this and not like in a way like oh they're gonna judge me but just be like would they relate to this or would they perceive Mm -hmm. this in a positive way that could be a really good thing to do. Absolutely. And I'm really excited for the next interviews that we have coming up because we're really going to be able to touch on this as well and see how people are doing this successfully and naturally and in a way that like really brings fulfillment to their life and see how it affects their business. So I'm really excited about it. Absolutely. And before we go, just one more reminder to check out that survey once we get it into your inboxes on Monday. So you do have some time to join the list. It's not going to be immediately sent out. So we'll give you some time to get on there. And then, like we said, we'll pick someone at random to do a space-to-face hour-long call with us. I am pumped about that. I know. I'm really excited about that. By the way, Paige just told me that she said, I'm so pumped to someone the other day. And they said, I haven't heard that since the 80s. And I was like, we say that all the time. I told my friend, I was like, my, I was like, I have one other friend who says that a lot. So maybe it's just mm-hmm. the two of us. And he said something really funny back. He said something like, okay, you and one other weirdo or something. <laughs> No, we can be pumped and it's just us two. That's totally fine. Yeah, but I am really excited for that. And I'm really excited to, to hear from you guys, like we've said before. So that's going to be such an awesome way for us to make sure that that we're giving you guys the content that you want to hear because we are here for you. Here for you. All right. Well, until our next episode, we will see you guys in the next one, which will be an interview with the lovely yes. Paige Schmidt. Yes. Everything goes to plan. I don't know why it wouldn't, but we're stoked. (laughs) I think it's going to be okay. I think it'll be fine. (laughs) So until then, we are sending you guys all the positive and creative vibes your way. And we hope you have a fabulous freaking week. Bye. Did you you like the wink at the end? I liked the wink.
Thank you for listening to Space to Face, brought to you by Asia Croson and Paige Poppy. To find out more about us and get episodes delivered straight to your inbox each week, please check out our website at space2face.com. Until our next episode, we hope you'll apply what you've learned today to nurture both the online and face-to-face aspects of your business. And until then, we thank you and we will see you in our next one.